From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 5th of December, 2018, a massive earthquake registering 7.0 magnitude, according to the U.S. Geological Survey, rocked Anchorage, Alaska on Friday, sending debris crashing to the ground, damaging buildings and causing major infrastructure damage. This according to the U.S. ABC News Service, which stated that the quake also knocked out power to at least 21,000 customers, opening up gaping holes in the roads and shaking buildings buildings including local CBS affiliate KTVA, which posted pictures of damage in the newsroom. The Associated Press reports, however, that the road took the brunt of the damage, especially the scenic Glen Highway, the closest thing that Alaska has to an interstate which links the state's largest city to suburban communities to the north. Schools will remain closed for the remainder of the week as life slowly returns to normal after one of the largest earthquakes in a populous area of the United States in many years. Kroger supermarkets are expanding into several Walgreens pharmacies starting in Kentucky. The supermarket giant announced an agreement on Tuesday to sell 2,300 products at 13 Walgreens stores in the state by early next year. Dubbed Kroger Express, the concept will offer meal kits, dairy, meat, produce, frozen food and meal solutions. No word on other areas of the nascent as of yet, but it seems likely that the concept, if successful, will expand across the nascent sooner rather than later, and making Walgreens even more of a one-stop quick shop, according to Fox Business, the sections, which will take up about one-third of the average Walgreens store, will include 4,000 square foot displays of fresh produce. Like other grocers in the U.S., Kroger has struggled to compete with an influx of new competition like low-cost brands including Aldi and the now Amazon-owned Whole Foods. Seventy-three years ago, today, at 2.10 p.m., five U.S. Navy Avenger torpedo bombers, comprising Flight 19, took off from the Fort Lauderdale Naval Air Station in Florida on a routine three-hour training mission. They never returned. Two hours after the flight began, the leader of the squadron who had been flying in the area for more than six months reported that his compass and backup compass had both failed and that his position was unknown. The other planes in the group experienced similar instrument malfunctions. After two more hours of confused messages from the flyers, a distorted radio transmission from the squadron leader was heard at 6.20 p.m., apparently calling for his men to prepare to ditch their aircraft simultaneously because of lack of fuel. 
By this time, several land radar stations finally determined that Flight 19 was somewhere north of the Bahamas and east of the Florida coast, and at 7.27 p.m., a search and rescue Mariner aircraft took off with a 13-man crew, but they too were never heard from again. Later, there was a report from a tanker cruising off the coast of Florida of a visible explosion seen at 7.50 p.m. This all according to the History Channel, which states that the disappearance of the 14 men of Flight 19 and the 13 men of the Mariner led to one of the largest air and sea searches to that date, and hundreds of ships and aircrafts combed thousands of square miles of the Atlantic Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, and remote locations within the interior of Florida. No trace of the bodies or aircraft were ever found. Although naval officials maintained that the remains of the six aircraft and 27 men were not found because stormy weather delayed the evidence, the story of the Lost Squadron helped cement the age-old legend of the so-called Bermuda Triangle, an area of the Atlantic Ocean where ships and aircraft are said to disappear without a trace. It seems that everywhere we turn today, we hear of bad news, a world filled with evil. Just a sampling of newspaper, radio, or TV news will give us ample proof that we live in a wicked world that wants nothing more than to expunge God from its memory and destroy human life. God has seen his world go from perfect to corrupted over the past few thousand years. He has seen man call what is right wrong and define what is wrong as right. But as believers in Christ, we who are in the very middle of this evil world must be mindful and ready when presented with opportunities to do good in whatever ways we are given. The world tries to tell us what they define as good. It may be social justice or promoting world peace. Maybe they try to claim that the only good in this world is saving the environment. But the days are evil and our God gives us very real opportunities each day to focus our efforts on something truly good, something eternal righteous, something for his glory. Paul says in Ephesians 5, Be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. God made this world for his own glory, but so much of this fallen world seeks everything but that purpose. May we always seek out what God is showing us and be aware of more opportunities that we can seize for doing His will both in actions towards others and in our own lives as we study more about Him and are ever molded by His redemption process.
Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.